Hey everyone and welcome to season two of the Wellness Farm podcast. This is your go-to podcast for all things wellness and mental health. I am your host Ari and I am a licensed pharmacist and functional nutrition counselor. So today we are here with Kelly. Kelly is a lifestyle and beauty content creator and I'm sure you've seen her super crisp videos on social media. So welcome to the podcast Kelly. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Basically, how did you like get into skincare? I actually was not originally a skincare blogger at all. I mostly posted about lifestyle content when I first started, like working out, wellness. And when I moved to LA, I really shifted that because I started getting acne. And at first, I like really didn't want to talk about it because... Like, I was like, I'm 25, 26 years old. Like, I'm not supposed to have acne. Like, that doesn't make any sense. And I was talking to one of my friends, and she was like, I think it would be really valuable if you started sharing more about having acne and, like, your experience and products that you're trying and things that work and things that don't. And I was like, you know what? You're right. Like, my audience is very young, and I really sat down with myself and was like, what kind of message are you sending if you don't want to show up with just your skin as it is, regardless Mm -hmm. of having acne or not? And I felt like that was really the wrong message, right? That's not what I would want to say to myself at 15, 16 years old. And so that's definitely not what I want to communicate to my audience either. Once I got past the mental block is when I really started sharing a lot more skincare and then just beauty content in general. And I feel like that really is kind of where I ended up finding my groove. Like initially wellness made a lot of sense. It fit more with my lifestyle, but I like, I feel like I have a Google degree in acne. Like I spent (laughs) copious amounts of time learning about acne and reading papers about how skin works and like different things that impact acne and just like truly a deep dive into everything I could learn because it was such a frustrating process. Yeah, totally. And I also appreciate how you did show up as yourself and you weren't like hiding your skin issues that you were going through at the time. Just because for me too, like I didn't really break out much growing up until I got to college and I randomly would get like, I wouldn't say cystic acne, but it almost felt cystic. It would be like one or two here and there, but it would like hurt my face mm-hmm. I guess that is cystic acne I don't know yeah um but like I remember I mean at the time we didn't have TikTok but I would be on Instagram I would be on YouTube and I would be like searching all the time like um product reviews and like what to do to like get rid of acne scars and I just felt really confused especially because I mean, I was in college. I wasn't like going to a dermatologist. You know what I mean? Like I was just a college student. Like I didn't have access really to that um, or the time for that. And so I feel like it's so useful when you find people that you can learn from and relate to on social media. Um, And I feel like you've really been like just such a pillar, especially on TikTok for people who are struggling with those issues. Um, So when you were first navigating like your skincare journey, would Would you ever be like, would you ever like try out TikTok trends or like do stuff that people were telling you to do on TikTok and it would just like make your skin worse? Yes. I went through the rabbit hole of seeing someone who had beautiful, perfect skin say that they liked a product and immediately buying it and like trying it, 
nothing made my skin worse <laughs> than doing that. Like, it's truly so funny looking back on it, like how I ever thought that was going to work out. Because if you think about it, like a major trigger for acne is trying new products and trying new exfoliants mm -hmm. or having those different ingredients. Like acne is very sensitive skin. Like it's struggling already. So to then throw like a thousand new products at it is obviously like intuitively that's not going to help you. Totally. But I feel like when you're chronically online and you're dealing with acne and you feel so overwhelmed by it, you will take anything. Like I would go to yeah. a dermatologist and they would be like, here's three exfoliants and antibiotic and like something else. And I would be like, okay, trying it all and then be like <laughs> sobbing that my skin was so much worse. And looking back on it, I'm like, yeah, because that was a terrible idea. <laughs> like none of those were good ideas. But at the time when you're like really deep in it and you're like yeah. mentally struggling with it, I feel like a lot of people do that, right? You throw just everything you can at the problem and that's yeah. like probably one of the worst things you could do. But I feel like we've all we've all been there of like, I want it to go away, I want it to go away, and I'm just gonna like yeah. burn my skin off with exfoliants. <laughs> <laughs> all I got from that was a lot more acne, unfortunately. No, totally. And I see that issue too, not I mean, for me it's not so much with the skincare, but I see that with people on on like TikTok and Instagram, um, regarding like, you know, health and like anxiety and people they're so quick to like just try like everything and anything. And a lot of people don't know. Like some supplements they interact with like medications or like, you know, if one supplement works for say you it wouldn't work for like maybe like your friend or like your sister mm -hmm. and so I feel like there's just like such great information out there but sometimes it can be like overload what do you like what's the content for anyone who doesn't follow you like what's the content that you are putting out to like I guess dumb skincare down for people make it really digestible understandable I feel like I mostly put out tips and I try to keep things pretty actionable and I would say rather than focusing on like a singular product recommendation I'm more likely to say this is a group of acne safe moisturizers and if you have like dry acne prone skin you should try this one but if you have fungal acne you should try a different one right mm -hmm. because I think especially with acne depending on the type of acne that you have and like your skin type it's very different so like how I treat my skin works for me because I have very dry skin still. And that was a whole nother problem that I experienced when dealing with yeah. acne is like a lot of people don't think that you can have dry skin and acne. Um, especially I feel like brands like why everything is made to reduce the oil on my skin. I'm like, there is no oil. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's my issue. <laughs> Obviously, you're putting yourself out there and for me, when I was struggling with my acne back in college, I just like, I would like literally not go to certain events or like I wouldn't want to go to like a party or like, you know what I mean? I would yeah. do, I would like kind of like shy away from really putting myself out there sometimes until it maybe got better. Then I would kind of like regain my confidence back. And obviously mm -hmm. like, you know, talking about it now, I'm like, damn, like that's such a like bad thing to do for myself but then it's like when you're going through something like that it can definitely like put a damper on how comfortable you feel in your own skin since you're like so publicly 
out there and like maybe there's like some months where you're like hey like I have acne again and then some months your skin is like really good how do you navigate I guess those like highs and lows where you can still maintain your confidence and like show up for people I feel like for me what has been so validating and reassuring is realizing how much I've actually gotten to do with acne like it is mind-blowing like I got my first modeling job with acne like that's crazy never would have thought that could happen like I've grown my communities online I've gotten brand partnerships with acne like so many times I feel like we get in our head and we're like oh well I have acne so like that'll never happen for me right whether it's like going out on a date with someone working with a particular brand doing modeling like there's no reason that acne needs to prevent you from doing that other than what's living inside of your head and I feel like once I started focusing on like okay this is just it's just skin right and one of the things that I really kind of thought through to myself right I feel like high school is when a lot of people are struggling with acne Mm -hmm. and I sat myself down and I was like okay can you remember a single person that had acne in high school like I certainly can't And so I was like, no one is going to remember what your skin looked like. Even if there's a photograph of it, like, they're going to be like, wow, I can't believe that that was what her skin looked like then. I don't remember that. People are going to remember how you made them feel. They're going to remember that you were there for special occasions, their birthday, parties, whatever. They're not going to remember what your skin looked like. Like, that's just the reality of it. And I feel like we are so much more harsh to ourselves about our skin than anyone else is ever really going to be. Like, don't get me wrong. I post videos on social media. I've certainly had some less than stellar comments about my skin and the unsolicited advice is sometimes overwhelming, but I feel like more often than not, it's, it's battling ourselves more than anybody else. And so that can, that can still be difficult. Right. And like, I do think affirmations help, as silly as that sounds. Like They do, though. They really they do. Really, they really help you show up for yourself in a different way. And yeah, initially, you're going to be like, this is, I am a liar. Like, the, the first few times you go through your affirmations, you're like, yeah, I feel like a liar. Like, I don't mean any of the words that I just said. But eventually, like, you keep doing it. And you keep showing up for yourself. And I feel like eventually it really starts to stick in a way that makes it a lot more actionable. Like I've fully gone to events, no makeup on, because that's what my skin needed that day. And that's okay, right? Like you don't need to cover up your acne to go to a party or to see your friends or go to dinner or whatever. If your skin needs a break from that, then you should give your skin what it needs and still feel like you can go out and do anything else. Yeah, no, you're totally right. I actually received a really good piece of advice um, from my cousin's husband once who is a psychiatrist and he once told me like, don't believe every negative thought that you have. And I think that we tend to like overthink and we tend to also think that people actually care about us more than, you know, more than they really do. Um, Yeah. Most people don't remember like what you're wearing, like what what was on your face, like, you know, during like high school or whatever. Exactly. But, but people do remember like 
your character and the type of person you were. And so um, sometimes like I have to remind myself of that too. Like it's just little things though. Like when I just recently got a chemical peel, but then that same night I had to go to my friend's birthday dinner that I haven't seen. And um, I I just like went like barefaced and no one even like really noticed that like my skin was nope. like peeling and stuff. And we just like had a great time. And like what really mattered was like the conversation and like actually like seeing my friend. And so, yeah, yeah I think that's like the best advice. Seriously. I do too. And I, I think that advice was really important because if you think about it, like the time that you're spending worrying about yourself is probably also the time that everyone else is spending worrying about themselves, right? Like you may be worried about your skin. Maybe they're worried about their outfit or whatever else, but like most of the time we're focused on ourselves. Yeah. And I don't mean that in a bad way, right? Like there's nothing wrong with kind of having those insecurities or, not really being overwhelmingly focused on that. I think it's just a reassuring thing to remember that most people are going to be more worried about whatever they're worried about about themselves than your skin or whatever other thing that you're worrying about. Yeah. And I think like a lot of people are in this really, really tight. And I know we're talking about skin, but this really ties into taking the first step towards anything. Like if you (laughs) thought that like people were going to pick on you and they're going to like really like focus on like whatever, like your skin, you probably wouldn't have been, you know, inclined to make content around your skin. It's like kind of the same way people don't maybe want to start like a healthy habit or like start going to the gym Mm -hmm. because they're like, oh, I don't have like a cute workout set yet. Oh, I like, I don't look a certain way yet. So I don't want to go and put myself out there at the gym. And it's just like at the end of the day, no one cares about no one what you look like, like whatever people (laughs) care about, like the, the deep things, like, like, the words that you're putting out there, like the actions Mm -hmm. that you're taking towards them. Like those are things that people will always remember. So I just like love that you gave that advice because in the grand scheme of things, I mean, yeah, none of this like surface level stuff matters. Although it can take a toll (laughs) on on our own mental health. Other people really do not, other people do not really care. Um, So yeah, I love that you said that. And I feel like if, if for some reason someone did care and they made a big deal about your skin, like that person probably shouldn't be in your life anyways. Like, yeah. and in some ways that's a gift in and of itself, right? You're, you're weeding out people that shouldn't be in your life anyways, because anyone who's looking at you and is like, oh, well, your skin looks bad. And so we can't do X, Y, Z thing. Like that's their own limiting thing. And yeah. you don't need to be around that. Kind of switching gears a little bit. You're, you're, I mean, I'm looking at you and your skin looks amazing. So what are like, what are some, I guess, like core things that in general, like no matter what type of skin you have, just like best practices, what are some things we can implement to have beautiful skin like yours? (laughs) Okay. Thank you. It's, we're struggle busting a little right now. I've definitely been getting a lot more cystic breakouts. I feel like anytime I'm like about to hit my cycle, it's, it's gonna, yeah. like I know that yeah. now. Um, I would say best practices for me, always a clean towel. I am not like crazy about it. I don't think that I need to have 
paper towels or the like clean skin club things like that's Mm -hmm. not important to me but the towel does need to be freshly washed and you can just buy like a 10 pack of washcloths like this does not need to be fancy but I feel like making sure that you're not like getting a towel wet and leaving it to collect bacteria in your bathroom and then putting it on your face again is important so I do make sure to always use clean towels and then I try not to add a lot of products at once so anytime I'm testing a product, I'm not, I'm trying not to test multiple products at once, especially skincare products. And then being careful with exfoliants is like number one for me. I really damaged my skin barrier trying all of the things that I saw online. And so totally. <laughs> now I'm like really, really careful not to over exfoliate because that is actually the number one thing that makes me break out now is using too many exfoliants and then my skin barrier gets damaged and I can tell like immediately my skin will be yeah. like, super red it's very irritated everything burns like you know when your skin is upset and so really paring things down like anytime my skin is irritated like that I'm like okay cleanser and moisturizer it is like nothing else is touching my face the exfoliants thing is interesting because I okay so this is gonna be so bad but like before I knew anything about a good exfoliant products whatever I was literally using the what's it called the saint the saint eyes like apricot scrub (laughs) (laughs) which was like so bad um and that like ruined my skin like I I cannot believe I used it but I was I was using it in college and my skin was like not great. Um, But when you do use like an exfoliant, what do you look for in a good exfoliant? Because I do try exfoliants here and there, but I'm not like doing it as much as I should. So this is Mm -hmm. is really just a selfish question for me. But I guess what do you look for in a good exfoliant? So you can take your pick between chemical and physical. I've recently Mm -hmm. started adding in a little bit of physical exfoliation because my skin has been really dry and like a nice light physical exfoliant can really work wonders to like get dead skin cells off. Um, So it helps a lot with dryness in my opinion. I like the Dermalogica one. It's like a powder and then you run it underwater and it gets kind of foamy and then you use it on your face. And it says that you can use it every day. It's like daily microfoliant. I would not do that. I would maybe use it once a week. But again, my skin is like super sensitive. I know some people can exfoliate every day and their skin is like totally fine. Mine could never, I would die. Um, And then I like chemical exfoliants. I would say that's like the bulk of what I do. And then I usually like an AHA or BHA, lactic acid. Um, So some things that would work for that are the Dr. Dr. Dart daily chemical peels. Again, I don't use them daily. I use them every so often. Um, And then I really love the Shawnee Darden chemical peels, which you can do at home. Chemical peels really, out of anything I've ever tried, did the most for my acne. Light ones, not no actual peeling of the skin occurs. I feel like a lot of times when I say that, people are like thinking of the videos that they see on TikTok where people are like really peeling their skin. And I'm like, no, it's not at all what I mean. Like they're very light. It's just a little bit heavier than what you would use in like a toner. Yeah. So they have a bigger impact. And I think those are great for dealing with both active acne and acne scarring. So it's really like a two in one kind of treatment, which to me is ideal. Um, so those are kind of what I would say are my my top three for now. I do know that like Polish Choice is really popular. And then for like spot treatments, you could use salicylic acid or benzoyl peroxide. 
I feel like people usually like one or the other. Like either salicylic acid works for your skin or benzoyl peroxide works for your skin. And I feel like very infrequently do people like both. Yeah. Um, But those are also pretty common. But I think you see those more in like spot treatments and face washes than anything. Okay, maybe I'll try the Shawnee. What's it called? The Shawnee... Darden? Shawnee Darden is okay. the chemical peels. I, I I have seen so many um TikToks and like IG reels of girls incorporating that into their routines. And I'm like, is this a sign? Like maybe I should try it out too. But since you said yeah. it's approved, I am going to for sure be trying no, it. I I use it pretty religiously. Like it's it's an every two weeks kind of thing for me. And it helps a lot. Like the way that I could have a breakout and, like, the next day my skin would look so much better. Like, I probably yeah. have some before and afters on my page somewhere. But it really is remarkable. Like, the fact that you can do it at home is crazy to me. I It is expensive, but I think it comes with, like, six or eight of the little chemical peel packs. Um, and that lasts a while because you can do it. You can't do it more than every two weeks or you're definitely going to be causing some damage. But... When I first really started getting my acne under control is when I was yeah. working with an esthetician and we oh, were okay. doing like chemical peels and extractions every two weeks. And I don't think I really recommend extractions at home because I just think that it's yeah. tough to do it well and correctly and make sure that you're like safe, not spreading any bacteria, and then also not risking extra scarring. Yeah. But I do think that the chemical peel is one that you can do at home as long as it's light. Yeah, no, totally. And I know you do a lot of like hair care and like hair type videos. Have you ever found that like the products that you're using for your hair affect your skin health? Because um, it can like get on your skin, right? Like in the shower Mm -hmm. or like, I don't know if your if your hair touches your skin. So are there certain things that you like and, and as far as like hair care goes for like skin health on your face? Yes. So there's actually a brand, it's called Scene, and they are developed by a dermatologist to kind of maximize your hair health while also not having pore clogging ingredients. So it's not going to cause acne on your face. Mm-hmm. I sometimes get breakouts around my hairline. Yeah. For me, I wish that it was like a little bit thicker because like I bleach my hair my hair is really (laughs) really dry (laughs) yeah because I bleach it like if I didn't bleach my hair it would be absolutely stunning perfect for me um but I feel like because my hair is bleached like it it requires a little bit more heavy duty and that's just more likely to cause breakouts I think if you're like me and you're in that situation and you don't want something that's like lighter on your hair It's just important to make sure that like after you're rinsing out that conditioner, like if you struggle with body acne, that you're washing your skin afterwards so that Mm. like residue that's running down your back is getting off and it's not sitting on the skin. And then same with your face, like wash your face at the end. And then when you're done with your shower, doing your skincare first before you're adding products to your hair. So there's not that leftover residue on your hands going onto your face. No, that that's those are all good points. When I used to um, break out more often, I would get a lot like around my hairline. It was either because I wasn't like my, my I wasn't like washing my hair enough or like well mm-hmm. enough, or I was using a product that was irritating my skin. So mm-hmm. these are all things that like 
people, I feel like people don't really think about like the external factors that can affect their skin health. Like, like are your pillow covers clean? Are you using like clean towels? What's your diet like, you know? So all of these things go back to your skin. It's really not just like what products are you using? Yeah. And I feel like more and more people are realizing that like acne does have internal causes, right? Mm -hmm. And so like, you can exfoliate your skin away all day, but like if you stop and you get acne again, it means that we're not really solving the problem. We're just kind of band-aid surface level. And so I do think that like part of it too is figuring out what's really causing it. And I think now more and more, we know that there are like underlying hormonal problems or gut problems Mm -hmm. that can contribute to acne. And like the acne that's on the surface is really bubbling up from something else. Totally. Some of my clients that have come to me for more so gut support, um, we have found that like by incorporating more fermented foods in their diet, their skin also coincidentally clears up. And then when Mm -hmm. they discontinue the fermented foods, um, usually that's when they will get a flare up. And that's because of just the good probiotics that they're consuming. Are there Mm -hmm. any um, special like foods or any diets that you have had that you have found is like really good for your skin? So for me, one of the things that helped me a lot was actually having enough protein. Like when Mm. I first started breaking out a lot, I wasn't paying that much attention, but I was working out a ton and I was not eating protein. Like I, I just don't like it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't usually gravitate towards protein rich foods. It's just been a thing my entire life and so at some point I realized I was eating like extremely low levels of protein like 30 grams of protein in a day which is not enough especially not as women like you need enough to balance your hormones and for your body Mm -hmm. to actually produce those correctly and so eating enough protein really did kind of help me a little bit but I would say that's not going to be terribly common like you need to be pretty low on protein and you're probably going to have other signs of the yeah. fact that you're not eating enough. Yeah. Um, but that is a thing to consider. Um, and then I know a lot of people have issues with like gluten, dairy, nut totally. butters is one that I see a lot, like peanut butter. I yeah. I already can't have gluten and dairy. So like I was like, well, I don't eat those. <laughs> you're like, <laughs> those are already out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> those are already out. Um and then I've never had an issue with peanut butter. Thank, thank goodness, because I love peanut butter. Um, but I do think that you could maybe keep like a food diary. That's something that I think is really helpful when you're struggling with acne is just like write down what you're putting on your skin, what you're doing day to day. Like, are you working out too much? Because I actually think that that can be a big problem for yeah. your skin like I think it's just too much stress on your body when you're over exercising yeah, yeah. and I feel like that really makes your skin freak out and then just like being able to pay attention to that like what are your stress levels like like is that leading to breakouts and how can you work on fixing that are you eating enough are mm-hmm. you eating too much of a certain food or like okay I have like a piece of toast or something and then the next day I have acne like is that is gluten a problem for you so I think being cognizant of like everything that you're using and doing is important Mm -hmm. but trying to like also be reasonable with yourself like that can get overwhelming and obsessive and I think it's got to be 
it's a delicate balance. To me, yeah. it's like, just write it down and then forget about it. And then if you see a problem, maybe check back and see what you were using or doing to see if you can find any kind of like correlations there. To close out on the podcast episode, I usually like to ask my guests, like, what is just like one tip that will help elevate anyone who's listening to this, like elevate their life? What is like one tip that you have? Okay. Skin related, I'm going to go checking your ingredients. I use Acne Clinic NYC. There's like tons of them. But if you're struggling with acne, check the ingredients of everything that you're using before you put it on your face. That has saved me so much. And like I literally, when I first started having a lot of breakouts, that was one of the fastest things that like cleared up a lot of my problems. And I did unfortunately have to throw away half of my makeup, but you know, it is what it is. And my skin is so much better for it. And then in general... I feel like embracing your most Lulu self with some affirmations just makes your life so much better. Like, I agree. I'm really on a big affirmations kick right now, but I feel like I'm thriving because of it. No, I totally agree, Kelly. Every morning after my workout, I play these affirmations that I listen to in the car. It really does set the tone for the day, and it almost has like rewired my brain because now I genuinely do believe those things so that's yes. like an, um, that's amazing advice it's like being delusional doing your affirmations is so good for you because you're kind of like bringing out what's already inside of you like the potential that you mm-hmm. have. I fully fully agree and I just feel like it makes such a big difference to start your day like that Hey everyone, thank you so much for listening to the very first episode of season two of the podcast. Kelly is such an amazing person and it was so much fun having her as a guest. If you love this episode, be sure to leave a review. I really, really appreciate it because it helps push the podcast out. I'll have a brand new episode out next Tuesday. I am still going to stick to that Tuesday schedule, so stay tuned. Thank you so much for listening and I'll talk to you next week.